Your idea, just to reiterate, is to send a group of Jews to a Muslim country, to a place where they might get eaten by Bedouins, to run a fake hotel in order to rescue a group of black Jews who might or might not survive a thousand kilometer walk across the desert to be smuggled out to sea by Israeli Navy SEALs to an Israeli ship. Disguised as a petroleum service vessel. Yeah, it's ridiculous. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good. Thank you for, for coming back. If you are a returning... Back, you are a returning Ooh. That's not me. All of the echo... <laughs> I was not expecting that. Ooh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Thank you for coming back. Oh, now it's gone. I <laughs> promise you that we know what we're doing and this isn't our first episode. What episode is it? Uh, what episode is it, Opie? Episode 314. We've done 313 <laughs> other shows that were mildly successful. Let's see if we can do better on I, the 314. I don't know. Can you really call them successful? Well, I mean, honestly. I don't know. We we put I, I think we could call them shows. Let's just call them shows. Yeah, I mean we were able to put voice to tape. That's about that's about all we were able to do with that. So yeah, and sometimes that doesn't even work. Yeah, we've even had episodes that that didn't work. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, the lost episodes of of uh, what was the one that we lost? Um, cheap seat reviews. What did we lose? I'm trying to remember. Oh, the uh, bug movie. The darkness, didn't we? What? Did we lose Ghost in Darkness? Starship Troopers. We lost Starship Troopers. Yeah, I think you're right. And go- the Ghost in the Darkness. Did we lose yeah. that? I think you're right. I think we did. Yeah, that's a bummer. We should go back and redo yeah. those. This is episode 314. And tonight, though, we are not talking about the Ghost and the Darkness or the Bug Movie. We're talking about Red Sea Diving Resort. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew. Always plant a tree in the runway, Jemison. There's, that's the perfect place for them. Where else would you plant them? Yeah, that's um, where you plant the, the nut trees because you know, they need to be shaken to get the nuts out of the tree. So that's right. when the planes go by, it shakes the tree. That's that's good that's, advice. That's very efficient. Yeah. Right? It's very it efficient. reminds me a lot of my hometown airfield, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in fact, same as the as the plane takes off, it blows the nuts back into the barrels like it. Exactly. Very. Right? It's a. It's an efficient production system. It is that uh, that they have going there. Very. So. And uh, speaking yeah. of Sam, Sam would yeah. definitely get into a fight with Sean in the jail vector. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. We'd come out of there bloodied and bruised in some way, shape, or form. Oh but, my gosh. But if if there was a way, I would kill you in this movie. It would definitely be a harpoon from the roof. That was such a weird moment. Wasn't right? it? I felt so strange. He's like, get the harpoon gun and get on the roof. Like, 
Okay. You get one shot, you know, right? like, <laughs> and it's a harpoon. How accurate really? Yeah. Really are, are, are harpoons harpoons. And I, I don't think they would be that accurate. Well, and it's not just that they're not accurate. It's like, I mean, I know they're meant to be shot underwater, but I mean, when was the last yeah. time that thing was fired? But also like, wouldn't that, but like, I don't understand why the bus driver doesn't immediately see that and go, are we under attack? Like what's happening? You know, like he just, he didn't care. They All he wanted. Somalia too. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. I I would expect attack around every corner in in that part of the world. Yeah, possibly. All right. So yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is episode three fourteen. Red Sea Diving Resort. Um, I put this on the list the week that it came out, and we're just yeah. now getting to it. Um, this came out, uh, basically when I don't know twenty nineteen. I think. Oh, no. was it? Has yeah. it been on there this week? Yeah, it's been out here for oh. a while. It's not a new movie. Okay. Well. Re- For some reason, I thought this was something new. No, July thirty first, twenty nineteen. Oh, it's over a year old. Okay. And I and again, wow. it's just it's been on the list. We just kept pushing it back because, frankly, we got excited about other movies or a, list, a listener yeah. request or two. And I didn't mind pushing it back because it's like, well, all right, it's you know, it looks interesting. It's got Chris Evans. You know, this is the first thing he's done. You know, in a post end game. Apocalyptic world. Yeah, let's let's see what let's see what he's got. Yeah. You know, can he can he act and and for me to not think of him as Captain America, and yeah. uh, the answer to that and question he, is no, no, he's still Captain America. <laughs> he's, still just cap- a, he's just a, a Jewish Captain America. Yeah, yeah. And Andrew is and Andrew is frozen. This is cool. Oh, he's, he is. Oh yeah. He's uh he's completely frozen. Um, he kind of looks like it's Bruce like Willis internet is working there. Him tonight he really lo- well. He kind of looks like Bruce Willis with a goatee right now. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. He actually does. It's weird. Well, while we uh, I, wait for Andrew, while he, to... while he crawls through the air ducts, <laughs> let's uh, let's move on. Yeah, we'll move on. Uh, we'll just see what happens if he's able to join us this episode or not. Um, <laughs> my goodness. Uh, yeah. So this movie, like I said, came out. To, yep. It's a Netflix original. Um, um, it's also it, it, was, it has some pretty name brand actors in in it. Well, you know, Chris Evans, you've got uh, Gandhi. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got, uh, I know that other guy from somewhere, I can't remember, but um, what? the uh, the sexy guy. The sexy guy. Ooh. I've seen him in other movies somewhere. Who is the sexy guy? The guy that was having sex in the um, hyperbolic chamber. Oh. Right? Yeah, I don't know his name. I don't know his character name. It wasn't... But I've... I've seen him in other movies. Okay. I'm trying to think yeah. of what he... Yeah. No, you're right. I'm trying to remember which guy he is, though. Um, we do have a Jurassic Park connection. Yeah. Laura Dern. Uh, is Laura Dern in this movie? Oh, yeah. Is she really? How did, she that was a big part. Did I yeah. miss it? I honestly... She, she's the Somali uh, warlord. <laughs> Okay, that's where we're going. Okay, <laughs> uh, I was like, it, it has been so. Uh, just, just for you know the you know the, the inside baseball here. We were supposed yeah. to record last week. We're sorry we missed a week. Basically, Andrew was sick, and then Sam's dog ate his microphone, and so we had to order a new she microphone. Literally ate, yeah, like yeah, in her stomach. She's gonna be pooping, pooping out wires pretty soon, I'm sure. Yeah, with this mic, so yeah, she uh, gets in a dish. Yeah, in ingestion. So anyway, um, 
Uh, so about Laura Dern. So no, no. My point is, is that it's 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 literally been like nine days since I've watched this movie. So if there's stuff that I forget, yeah. yeah, I think it's fairly uh, understandable. And Andrew's back. That's good. Yeah. Well, welcome hey. back to the show. Oh hi guys. Hey. <laughs> um. No, one of the guys. I was looking at one of the um one of the one of the I think the guy with the gun with the with the harpoon gun. He's in Jurassic Park three. Oh, is he? He's the guy what he's the guy what steals the eggs. See, Vince oh, Vaughn. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not Vince Vaughn. Maybe that's where I got him from. That's, that's the second but, one. But um Jurassic Park three is forgettable. And and I'd like to to rem, remind everybody that we aren't too Speak of that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jurassic Park 3 is like the odd movies for Star Trek or the prequels and the sequels of Star Wars. Yeah. People just Only don't worse. like just don't like to like yeah. Quite literally destroyed a franchise and then they tried to reboot it um with a whole new thing. So Well they I mean they did reboot it and they did I think Jurassic World was pretty well received. Yeah. Jurassic World two Fallen Kingdom was Nah. Eh, he was all right. With you. He was all right, but it kind of did. It was it, serviceable. Yeah, I mean, but like the first one kind of brought it back to what the movie's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a lot of people in danger. You know, let's. It was a copy of the first movie. It brought the nostalgia back. As well, I mean, that's ex- nobody got eaten on a toilet in the second one, though, that's or true. the third. No, no. The second one tried to open the world up a little bit more. Was some weird stuff. So anyway, yeah. no, it's fine. But anyway, no, more about Laura Dern in this movie. Yeah, again, she's not, but that's fine. But you, your point, uh, Sam, was that you got Chris Evans, you have Sir Bing, Ben Kingsley, who uh, we've seen. He's an alumni of this podcast. Uh, Greg Kinnear is in this. He's always great in things. Um, that's all the people I recognized in the movie. Um, obviously the we, West, could, the rest are Walmart brand actors. Well, I mean, they're, yeah. I mean, obviously, well, I mean, honestly, there are a lot of them are just, it, feel, it feels like a Netflix film. It kind of, well, yeah, it kind of does feel like a Netflix film. And also they are, there's no other way to say it. They're not white actors. You know what I'm saying? Like they're, they're mm-hmm. from other parts of the world where they have acting and you know, they just, they're not in acting? the big, they're not in the movies that we watch. No. Um, Haley uh, Haley Bennett though the the only female in the movie, um, yeah. I kept mistaking her from Daenerys, like she kind of looks like an really? Emily Clark a little bit. Like I'm not saying I was like, oh look, it's the Mother of Dragons, but it's like if you put Emily Clark in this role, it's like you could interchange them, and I would. Oh okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. She was in uh, Magnificent Seven that we watched. She was in. Uh, she was the girl. What what kickstarts this whole thing off? So okay, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, so a lot of other people that are in movies that we've done, which is cool. I always always like it when we get to have some recognize some folks. Yeah, when we get to do others, yep. is that what you're saying? Sure, that's that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but this movie is produced by a lot of people. My gosh, if you look at the the cre- the the crew on this, I mean, there's. I don't know, 12, no, not 12, 20 names on this produced. Yeah, it's a lot of people. Uh, Music by Michael, Michael spelled with a Y, 
M-Y-C-H-A-E-L, Michael Dana. Um, he's done... Somebody drinks his tea with his pinky out. <laughs> Let's see, he did the... I'm Michael Dana. He did the new Adam Sandler movie, the uh, the animated thing that just came, came out. Oh my gosh, my computer keeps going to sleep. Why do you keep going to sleep? I don't have a sleep thingy on you. Um... He's done some other Sometimes stuff. Sometimes they go to sleep on you if you don't keep them entertained. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They'll start snoring when you least expect it. Yeah, you've <laughs> at least got to rub their leg or something. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that what it needs to happen right now? Is that need to <laughs> <laughs> Yep. That'll be a little bit more uh more aggressive. Me more tomorrow. more attentive to to uh um uh Oh, he did The Good Dinosaur. That's an okay movie. He did Moneyball. I like that movie. Who did? The guy that did this, this, the film uh, for this. The, we're, we were just talking oh. about him. Michael, what's his name? Michael, Michael Dana. Pena? Uh He did... Uh, he's done some stuff. He's done a bunch of stuff. Gosh. He did 8mm. Oh, that's a weird movie. Is that the one with Dick Cage? Yes. Nice. Yeah, well, there's like a there's a lot of S and M kind of stuff happening, and it's well, it's like a, a, what do they call that a film, a snuff film? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he did your he did your movie, Sam. He did Life of Pi. I know you love yeah. that movie. Oh yeah, that's cool. Anyway, I thought this. The, my point was, I thought the, the the music was actually pretty good in this movie. I I kind of enjoyed it. Um, when I noticed it. So anyway, um, yeah. yeah. So I think I've uh, kind of. Uh, set the scene here. Red Sea Diving Resort stars Chris Evans and other people I mentioned. Directed by Gideon Raff. Gideon Raff. Gideon Raff. Who okay. has done some stuff. Um, he's uh, he's, he's Raff. He's a, he's Israeli. He is Israeli. I don't say that correctly. Uh, directed most recently. He's done. Uh, what he did the babysitter? It was a short film in '03, so I guess not the one that we did. Um, uh, Red Sea Diving Resort is kind of his his big film, his big thing. Yeah, he did the show. He's hmm. done uh, Quantico, Heroes Reborn, a couple episodes. He's mostly a writer. He's written a lot of episodes of Homeland and um, something called Tyrant, Prisoners of War, things like that. But you know. He did an okay job in this movie, I thought. We, we'll, we'll get to how we felt about this movie in, uh, in just a second, but just kind of laying down some of the particulars here for the movie um, for Red Sea Diving Resort. But at this point, I will let Sam take over and give his sure. five-word review. Yeah, I've been waiting years for this, guys. This is uh, something I've been looking forward to doing. Yeah, years. Um, you thought five minutes and, ago this movie came out last yeah. week. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've got I've actually got three of them tonight. Oh wow! Since we took a two we took a two week hiatus, so um, I've got three of them. My first one is Uber takes a wrong turn. Right? Okay. Yeah. So they're like, but that one wasn't good. So I thought second one. Now you have to understand that New York is NY, and that's because I had to make it fit, right? Okay. Escape from New York, Africa edition. All right. Nice. And then my last one, which kind of uh, shows my, not contempt for this movie, but just kind of how I feel, and that is a whole lot of eh in this movie. All right. It's a whole lot of eh. Just, it, it's like, 
it feels like it has the bones for a decent film. Mm-hmm. It feels like it has everything going for it. It just never really gets there. Right. It's a mm-hmm. great story. It's, it's, you know, you know, I'm based on true story, all that sort of mess, but it's never really a comedy. It's never really a, a action adventure. It's never really a thriller. It's just kind of, eh. It just tells the story. Yeah, and not that there's anything wrong with that. I just, I don't know if I was going into it looking for something else, but it was just okay. It 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 was nothing to write home about. Let's just say that. Kind of like McAdoo's, just just to be there. Just to be yeah, there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. So that's funny. Mm. Just to be yeah. there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I can I can kind of see where you, where you're saying that. I mean, it, the movie. You know, IMDb has it as a drama history thriller, okay. and it does have um, you know, elements of all of those. Uh, no, no. Uh, oh, yeah. There's not okay. there's not some twist at the end where uh, all the Jews that they were trying to ferry across were actually uh, dead people, or I don't know. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, no, nothing like that. I couldn't think no. of a twist that didn't come across as come across as super insensitive. Well, and and, and please don't don't think I'm poo pooing the movie. I think it was a decent movie. It's well made. Um, I think it's it's fairly well acted and and well shot. I just I just didn't see anything I haven't seen before, basically. So it was just kind of. Eh. Yeah. No, I, I I'm with you, Andrew. What you got? Well, we can't downplay all the porn stashes and the 1970s <laughs> swimsuits from the guys. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was right. watching Magnum P.I. Hmm. Yeah, so Thank my God five word reviews, that, by the way. I've got two. Oh, yeah, I know. I've got two five-word reviews. Okay. The first one is uh, Boone Hotels Kill Many People. <laughs> so this okay. is already better. And uh, the other one is good, but a little cliche. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. maybe that's what I'm I'm Oops. feeling in this. I mean to hit my microphone. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I just I, I'm right there with you, Sam. I mean, it. I enjoyed watching it, and I thought that it was well done. But at the same time, it didn't wow me. There was nothing about it that said this is awesome, this is something I haven't seen before, this is a great way to tell this story, this is yada, yada, yada. Yeah. It yeah. just, it was just there, and I don't know. It, <laughs> I mean, it was, honestly, you know, I, I say if a movie keeps my attention, I think it's a good movie. Honestly, in, the, in some parts of this, it didn't keep my attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could have been that I was just really tired that night, but very rare do I fall asleep watching a movie. Uh, and I did fall asleep, and I, I don't know if it, uh, if I wasn't, like I said, I may have just been really tired, because the the story itself is, I, I kind of looked at it as a docudrama, right? right? So yeah. it, it was telling a story, in the fashion of a film, rather than a true documentary. Um, and I know people that their families moved to the United States, because of this very incident. And so uh, there was a, a girl in my 
one of my classes in elementary school, actually. Really? But, uh, yeah. And so her family moved to the U.S. because of this. And so, I, I mean, it kind of a close, uh, closer to home connection for me, but um, I, I still just didn't didn't care about it that much. I'm not trying to be mean. I just, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. <laughs> sure. No, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of with both of you a little bit. Um, I, I'm trying to remember how I felt to a week and a, a week ago. Um, cause I think my review might've been a little different had we re- recorded last Wednesday. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Cause I, I was, I kind of enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. I didn't have a good time. That's the wrong word. But like, I, I enjoyed the story the, the the moments of kind of the thrilling moments, you know, the heightened moments of tension, they kind of worked on me, you know, like when the crazy general man is there eating dinner and he starts kind of grabbing that, that poor server girl, mm-hmm. you know, waitress, whoever's you know, serving the meal and Chris Evans reaches for the knife. And then like the tension's just kind of building. Like it's obviously not like Tarantino level tension, but it's, mm-hmm. Like it built tension and it and it had me in and then when when Chris Evans put that knife to that guy's throat and he's like what are you gonna do with that and he's like hopefully have my dessert, you know like it, it, that part really worked for me like those parts worked for me pretty well, um, and the other parts that work are the cliche parts but they don't bother me the the team building cliche, you know we've seen that. I mean, of the 300 and plus movies we've seen that in, we've probably seen the team building montage probably 50 times mm-hmm. just on this podcast. Yeah, and but my it, issue, my issue falls though is, is, did this one do it better? Yeah, did it do it different? Did it have a different voice? No, and it it really didn't, and it was just kind of same old, same old. Where I mean, in a way, this could fit as easily on Netflix as it could on the History Channel. Yeah, or you know. Something, yeah, you could see you know, this Saturday on, afternoon special basically on AMC or AE or anything like that. Yeah, you're not wrong. There's Saturday morning cartoons, there's yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, nothing like a rousing uh display of genocide to start your weekend off. Um, I think trying to defend the film a little bit, I think the the uniqueness, the, the, the two parts that make this story unique, the movie unique, other than every other movie that we've seen that's kind of in the same vein where we have to build a team to do a thing behind enemy lines. One is Chris Evans, and two, it's this particular story. It's this thing in history yeah. where there are people from one country trying to get out of that country because the people in the, the government is killing them systematically, and they're trying to go to another country, right? So it's another great story of people risking their lives to save other people. Um, so that's, that's obviously a, yeah. a cool story. Oh yeah. You know, I'm not saying the story is, is bad. No, no. I'm you, just saying none of us are. This is, it's, it's the same. Yeah. It's the same thing that Andrew and I had and, um, whoever else was with us. Crap, Andrew, uh, who joined us on red tails? Mm-hmm. Corny. Was it corny? Yeah. Was it Corny? I don't no. remember. Wasn't Maybe Corny? It was Steven. It w- I think it was Steven. Might have been Steven. I don't remember. Anyway. No, no, it was Steven. You're right. It was. Um, yeah. 
So my point was is that like story great, great story, but bad movie. That mm-hmm. in that case, this is I don't think this is a bad movie. I think this is better than Red Tails by far. Yeah. Yeah. Not by far, but this is a better movie. Well, no, you're right. It is better. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> Red Tails is bad. Maybe maybe by far. I don't know. See, now I'm really confused. Who joined us on that on Red Tails? Let's get I a bother with it. Really? <laughs> it wasn't me. I know it wasn't you. Uh, while you're thinking, I'm maybe it was corny. My before I forget it, yeah, please. I I think the one big issue that I I know this sounds bad. I think had Chris Evans been replaced by a no name actor, yeah, or one that I didn't know very well, I might have cared about the story a little more. Did we expect too much with Chris? I maybe. But I feel like the the story he was too big for the story. I think. Yeah. He just he sense. just saved the universe. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like he just yeah. saved the universe, and he kept doing things in this movie that Captain America would do. Yeah. You know, like I captured. If he doesn't want to get typecast. He's not doing the right things right now. Well, I mean, uh, he's well. I wouldn't say that because he. I haven't seen it, but this new saving Christopher saving whatever it's called. It's on Apple TV. It's like he's the dad of this boy that does like horrible things. Defending yeah. Jacob. That's what it's defending Jacob. Like he's this dad, and his son Jacob is like. You okay? What? Oh, sorry. There was a loud noise. I sounded like you punched your microphone or something. No, um, but I even, didn't even move. Oh, weird. W- weird. Okay, there it goes again. It goes again. Yeah. Hold on. You know, I have a dog chewing on. Oh, a like, I, I, is your dog actively chewing on the <laughs> microphone again? No, I was. I've been. I have my hand on the 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 controller. I'll I'll flip the the thumb thing every now and then just so it doesn't die on me. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I wonder if you maybe you bumped the the connector. Anyway, but yeah. like like Sorry. say def- no, you're fine. You're fine. We're good. Defending Jacob, you know, different kind of movie. Knives Out, very different kind of movie. Um, uh, and then he's now, in, Knives Out is far from typical for Chris Evans. Yeah, exactly. I so he, I think he'll get there, right? He's gonna get there. He just hasn't had a chance. I think he's to. a good actor. Yeah. I think he. I think he's a really good actor. Um, and we'll talk about that later in our. In our, in our um, what's it called? Uh, top three, because we're doing Chris mm-hmm. Evans. Um, but now I'm going to do my five-word review, because I haven't done that yet. Uh, and that is, Jewish American saves Ethiopian Jews. Okay. Very matter-of-factly. That's yeah. kind of like the movie just itself. Just like the it's movie, just, yeah. Just, just like it is. Yeah. yeah. I think your <laughs> review is probably the most apt review <laughs> Of all the reviews. <laughs> yeah, I think we could just put that under what IMDb would say. Right? Yeah. Uh, just plain, plain old, not, no bolding, no underlining, just... just two plus exactly two does said. equal yeah. four. Yeah, well, so I was listening to Sports Talk Radio today, <laughs> and they had the, uh, the local guy, uh, the local station had this guy on who used to have his own radio show but doesn't anymore. And there's a reason why he doesn't anymore because he's not very good at radio. And he says the same things over and over again. And he loves little rhymes and things, little little cliches. Like, mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't have the X's and the O's without the Jimmy's and the Joe's. Like, he says stuff like that all the time. And I hated it. This is one of the reasons why, mm-hmm. again, he lost his show. 
But one of the other things that he says, which I agree with, is sometimes you have uh, football players on a team that he refers to as Jags or just a guy. Okay. And that made me think about this movie, and that is that this movie would be what? A jam is just a movie. He never got fired for saying get the Jag off, did he? No, he did not. (laughs) Get him off the field. I don't don't think he was fired. I just think when his, his... Three-year contract was up. They, they just said yeah, they just didn't renew it. Yeah, they said thanks, Frank. We're gonna just. Is that kind of like every good basketball program has to have a redhead? I don't know. <laughs> Is that a thing? Right. Yeah. If you ever look at at these good basketball programs, somewhere on the bench is an ugly redhead. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. On Lug- the bench, Lugsy you're not. Bugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Lugsy Bugs>. yeah. <laughs> not not quite. No, you're right. Yeah, exactly. Like Muggsy Bucks. Yeah, well, it's funny you said that, Sam. You're, you're actually kind of not wrong. I mean, because usually d- buried deep on the bench is like some six foot nine, six foot ten, but he Awkward. only but he only weighs two hundred and ten pounds. You know, this skinny redhead yeah. with bad bad acne, and it's like, what is he doing there? Well, most people from our country are short and stocky, but once in a while we put out a really big mother, and he has to play basketball. It took my ears a second to figure out what accent he was doing. I honestly thought he was doing you were doing Russian for a second before. Yeah, that was great. Can you, can you, wrong. Allow, Russians don't allow redheads in their country. Can you do a Russian accent? Only when I'm doing vodka. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's pretty good. Dancing with big Russian bear. Yeah. Kodiak. <laughs> this is great. Oh, that's really good. That's great. Uh, okay. Um, what else am I going to say about this movie? Um, this movie. Oh, wait. I got to do it. I got to do it. Hold on. I got to play it. Oh, my gosh. The montages. This movie oh, had like dear. two or three, didn't it? Yeah. The cleaning up montage. Yeah. The, the, the truck. You know, coming out montage, uh, the, 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 the montage. Build, the uh, build a team montage, definitely. Yeah. The really bad dancing montage. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so the movie, movie had some montages. <laughs> definitely definitely had some of that. Um, I love our awkward silence. I just love it. <laughs> you got to edit that out, right, Sean? Ah, gosh, no, I don't edit anything out unless one of you guys drops F-bombs or Andrew falls asleep. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, no! I definitely keep that in the show. No, we didn't. And, and yeah, we keep that. That's gold. That's just <laughs> thanks for that. Pure gold. Pure <laughs> yeah. podcast. But you can tell none of us really hated or loved this movie because it's just kind of boring. I mean, it's, it's so there. boring. It's making you yawn just talking about it. Right? Yeah, and it's like we're we're doing everything in our power to try to talk about this movie, but we keep going down these rabbit holes that. Uh, that make us enjoy doing this more. <laughs> well, so I'm gonna go to I'm gonna dive to my notes or, or revert back to my notes. But so like okay. the first note I did was ah the old weight on the gas pedal trick. And then I wrote, but of course that doesn't work when it's a stick shift. No. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean you could really grind out a gear. I mean, I guess if you if if he got into the cab, put it in in gear, you know, you have to jump out. Yeah, right? jump out. While your your left hand is holding both, you know, your hand is holding both the brake and the clutch, and then do yeah. the thing, and then let go of the it it's, doesn't work. It doesn't it, work. It, it, it was a Prius. Come on, it was a Prius. 
<laughs> I never even thought of that, Sean. Now that you've ruined that forever. Well, it's because I mean I had a stick shift. Like the last two of my cars were stick shift, and when the when the when the, it shows the shot of the when the, the guy opens the door, because as soon as you saw Chris Evans pull out the heavy toolbox, I'm like, oh, oh he's gonna knew, do. Yeah. You knew what he was gonna do, and and so when the guy opens the door. And you see the toolbox there, and the engine's just revving. I'm like, what? there's a third pedal there. That's a clutch. Like that, yeah. that doesn't work. Yeah. That's fine. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Again, ninety percent of the imagine? people that watch this movie would not have known that kind of a thing. But see, but that's the stuff that you guys know. That stuff annoys me because it's the director talking down to us. It's, it's, it's the equivalency of yep. Pierce Brosnan taking a painting that it's three feet long and squishing it into a briefcase that's. 18 inches and then opening it back up and it's not even broken. You know, it's the same, it's the same thing. Mm. Um, I did write the good thing that they had diving gear there at the, uh, at the diving resort. I don't know if they brought it with them, but it was kind of sure they brought it with them because the whole idea was to create the illusion. I don't think right? you could call it a diving resort without diving equipment though. Yeah. But I mean, like they were surprised that people showed up on day two. Oh, that they had like that. Well, okay, yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I felt like that the they were gonna build the resort up just as the front, and then just kind of have like fake gear. I, it just seemed, mm-hmm. you know, super inconvenient. That and which you know, the point of the movie is that all here comes a busload of Germans. And here's the funny thing: again, watching the movie, I was kind of tired, and I wasn't really, really paying attention to the undertone until later on in the movie. But when the guy gets out and he starts talking and one of the guys off camera is like, of course it's Germans. I'm like, why would, like, why would they care? And then, and then it was later. I'm like, Oh, right. These guys are Israeli. Like these are Jewish guys. And then yeah. they're only 30 years post world war two. You know, there's, there's, there's still some animosity. There's still some no, issues not, there. Not all of them went to South America. Yeah, exactly. Where or yeah. like Argentina, where they're all supposedly hiding, still. Um, South Carolina. <laughs> I was gonna make I a Charlotte, Carolina. I was gonna make a Charlottesville joke, but yeah. I guess we're there. Uh, evil. Some of the some of the cars in the Elon parade the other day. Oh yeah, yeah. That's fun. Uh, Evil men with power will always do evil things. Is one of the one of the comments I made. I. <laughs> I I wonder I wonder you know it's a trope right the african warlord trope or the war general trope I mean, and this is tropicana 100% juice right here right it this guy eats it up i why can't we just have a different take on it right have him be really really nice really really cool and then just turn the corner and all of a sudden he shoots somebody or so, you know, just, I don't understand why it has to be that way. Does that make sense? Give me something new to look at. Give me something new and interesting to see. And, and, and I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the, the, you're eating my sesame cake, uh, trope, um, with African warlords. Yeah. Um, Mr. Homoka. Oh. Stop eating my sesame cake. There you go. Um, 
right, though? Well, here's, I guess here's my question. Okay. Okay. Here's my question. So, basically, all African warlords from the movie Sahara to, to this movie to some other ones we've watched, they're all kind of portrayed the same as these kind of crazy mm-hmm. dictators who gain power because they were in the military and then they had the wherewithal and, and no one cares because it's Africa. Or they're just, just the guy who's the, the craziest and most violent. Yeah. And they but, get the job. And that's usually why they're, they're, they're on their leadership is because they're the most willing to do the most violent things. Yeah. So either, and this is our, our, maybe this is our ignorant American selves here. So either that's how they actually are and movies are portraying them pretty accurately or we haven't been we haven't woken up to the realization of what's actually happening mm-hmm. in those places and this is my example think of movies before two, September 11th 2001 with Arab terrorists prime example is True Lies I love True Lies but the Arab terrorists and True Lies are cartoon characters <laughs> you know what I'm saying they're yeah, they're they're cartoon character villains, and then nine eleven happens, and all of a sudden our Arab terrorists turn into crafty, sadistic, smart, you know, mm-hmm. able to outwit Jack Bauer until the last second kind of a thing. Because we now knew what they could do. You know, so is it is it gonna? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying like, is it is that where we are? Is that we need to have a horrible thing? You know, I I don't know, but. I know what you're saying, Sam, is that mm-hmm. we're, we're tired of seeing these kind of cartoon character generals, but maybe that's what they are, you know? Or like, is it is it an Americanized, you know, think, think the old spaghetti westerns, right, where the the Native Americans were portrayed in a certain way? I mean, um, maybe, but again, this I is just, a this is an Israeli director filmed, you know, like, this is not a Hollywood, you know what I'm saying? The, the only Hollywood in this is, is Chris Evans. Yeah. You know, this is an Israeli director. This is a lot of other, you know, Jewish people doing the movie. And they, 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 there might be people making this movie that have stake in this story. And like, I don't know. I, I don't know the answer to that. And I feel but not pork. A steak. Got it. Okay. Took me a second. Yeah. <laughs> Get so. it? Because Jews. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> God, do I do I need oh, to delete geez. that? I don't know what just happened. But but I'm thinking my my thoughts are was this movie made because it was a Jewish story? Not that there's anything wrong with it. Yeah. But was it was it a forced story? Did we need this story told? I don't know if we if well I mean three Protestant white dudes do we need this story told I don't know probably not but I mean I'm sure there I are... think it's a great story don't yeah, yeah that's absolutely. what I'm saying I think it's a really cool story uh, I think it would be great if I read about it in a National Geographic or or you know a short story or yeah. I just don't think a a movie has enough substance for it well I'll... or or go the entire opposite way and make it a a comedy drama right i mean mm. this has comedy drama written all over it in terms of the kookiness of a diving resort you know where they're trying to do these missions to get people out i don't think that works with the subject material you don't think no, so no especially because it's it's based on real life i, I yeah 
I don't know. It does remind me somewhat, though. Uh, what is that? I'm trying to think. I'll, I'll come back to it. Hang on. Well, my point, maybe I'm stealing your movie, Andrew. What I'm thinking of is, to your point, Sam, I feel like we're, I'm just, I'm just trying to counter you to, to counter you, but I'm not. But, mm-hmm. you know, is this story that is a story that we need to have told? I think, it, yeah, it's a small story of a thing that happened, but I think it's important, like other movies that we've seen where we go, like the Siege of Janetville. Yeah. None of us have ever heard of that moment in history, ever. No. And then we watch it and go, that was interesting. I want to read more about it. Yeah. And, and I think that's what this is supposed to do, is pique our interest and go, oh my gosh, there are hundreds, there are thousands of Ethiopian Jews? I didn't know that sentence could be formed. I yeah. Honestly, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I mean, seriously, I didn't know that there were Jews, honestly, anywhere else in the world other than where they were in Europe, Poland, Germany, you know, kind of that Russia I era. Knew, I knew area. because apparently the Holy Grail is in Ethiopia because the uh, Jewish people brought it down there. Oh, I didn't know that. See, according to uh, Indiana Jones, it's in... The it's Sudan. Or Sudan? Was it Sudan? I can't remember where it is. It was desert. Yeah. Remember that. There was a sultan. <laughs> right? There was yeah. a desert and yeah. a sultan where the crescent moon and junior. It was junior. I, yeah. I, I think that this director almost played it a little safe in the fact that we didn't embellish some of the things that could have been embellished when it comes to action. Um, but mm-hmm. I think if we had gone the opposite direction, like you're talking, Sam like a Wes Anderson type movie in some, in some ways. Uh, I was thinking of the Grand Budapest Hotel. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe because it's another uh, <laughs> hotel. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, it just doesn't, to me, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. But we can all agree that something doesn't quite work with this. And, and I stick right? with the fact that I, I really think that it's the act. I, I really think that, Chris Evans is, I mean, he's great, but I don't think this role was for him. I think it would have been a better movie had he not been in it. And I won't say that they would have maybe been as successful with a no-name person, but maybe somebody who's not quite Chris Evans. Well, okay. uh, Bradley Cooper. Or uh, well, how about here? Here's just here, just throwing this crazy thing out. How about someone that's actually Israeli? Or yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or someone that looks Israeli? Like get Jim Caviezel, or he might be a little too yeah. old for the role. But you know what I'm saying? Like let's. Yeah. I'm not saying we white we whitewashed it. I don't know. Maybe the original story and that maybe that character because there's nothing in the trivia about it, you know. But maybe that person that he's portraying was a a kid. You know, that goes to America and lives there and, and then, you know, comes home. And that's why he has no accent. That's why he sounds like a kid from Brooklyn, right? Or Boston or whatever he's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe that's 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 true. I don't know. But, but I 100% agree with you, Andrew. Chris Evans is too big for this part. The story is supposed to be the main character of the movie. Yeah. And all I'm looking at is Captain America do Captain America things saying Captain America things. Well, let me ask and, this question. Had you never seen any Marvel films with Chris Evans, would you still look at it the same way? No, because I wouldn't know who he was. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I had only ever seen him in Snowpiercer and um, Fantastic Four and Knives Out, he would just be another dude. 
So do you think that our past experiences are <laughs> affecting how we enjoy this movie? Yes, but you yeah, hire absolutely. him in that role because of his cachet. If because he, yeah. you can say Chris Evans stars in. Right. That's why you that's why you put him in the movie is because you're trying to get the big name dude that just came off a 2 billion dollar movie. You want some of that some of that on, on your film set. So Again, I know why they cast him. We just, all three of us agree, it's the wrong cast. Leave everyone else. Everyone else is great. Just put someone with a little bit more melanin in their skin. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Okay. Um, Now that we've successfully pissed off all Chris Evans fans around the world. um, As well as the whole country and... People, I think. I'm sure Central Africa still pissed at me too, so it's fine. Yeah. Uh, I only had two other, other um, notes. Uh, at least you... we're not Mel Gibson. Well, that is true. That is true. <laughs> Using a bullet for a pick is a bad idea. What did I mean by that? Maybe it was a toothpick. Maybe he was using a, a bullet as a toothpick. How would you do that? It's too. I don't big. remember. Unless you're, unless you're like Michael. You have to have some summer teeth. Yeah. Some are here and some are over here. Some are there, yeah. Uh, The last (laughs) note I did is, how did the bad guy army know to go to the airfield? Where else would you go? But, like, the whole movie, that general guy or colonel, whatever he is, he, he thinks that there's shady things happening at the resort. We know that one of the guys that worked at the resort showed up and ratted them out, but did he know they were going to that Abandoned airfield. So that's a good question. You know, like we, we made it as big of a of a ending. Right? I mean, yeah, we needed that moment. We needed the, the we needed that that confrontation to 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 build up the tension to get the excitement because otherwise it's just you just go to you know you're just going down to Charlotte Douglas International and watching people get on the plane. You know, I understand the purpose, but. At least show me how the guy knew that. Have him say, or you know, like when the guys bark an order, say, "Hey, we're going to the airfield," or something like that. We're going to that old airfield. Like we don't, we don't know that they just show up. It's just once again the the trope of the bad guy is omniscient. Um, so uh, the tropes that I did write: hero is devoted to his work and neglects his family. That's a pretty good trope. We use all they use a lot. Do we even really need that? I don't know. Right? I don't, I don't, I don't know. think we really needed to, to know that. I mean, we know, I guess that was to kind of take away from the Captain America type. Uh, to show that he has a flaw, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, I don't think we really needed that. Yeah, I mean, do we need more to just, I mean, I don't know. I guess it was kind of nice at the end when he's able to pull out the envelope and it shows the picture of him now with his, with his daughter. But I, I felt weird. I was like, how did he earn that? Like this, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like, does his daughter know what he's doing, and now she's proud of him, and so she's okay with him being not home. That's why she drew him as part of the family. Like yeah. that was that was what Weird. was confusing to me is like, how did he get back into the family if he's not there? So I thought that was weird. Other than just to give us a happy moment with him, but uh, yelling boss tropes. That was a, we had that one too. The, the yelling boss guy. So uh, that was a, a thing. Um, you ready for some clippy clips? I have a few. 
Let's do it. And by a few, I have seven. Oh, dear. Yeah. Okay. You wouldn't think that this movie would produce a lot of clips, but it does. Uh, they're all super short, though. They're all pretty short. So here is uh, Captain America saying Captain America things. We leave no one behind. You can, you can totally see him saying that as Captain America. It, it, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Just put on the old red, white, and blue. and Yeah. I mean, it's just... I, I can totally see where, you know, uh, um, Falcon is, is hurt behind enemy lines and they got to go, they got to go find him. Cap, what are we going to do? We leave no one behind. All right. All right, Captain America. Um, <laughs> it just, it's funny because like even in the cinematic universe, they even acknowledge the fact that he's a good speech writer. Like that's part of his superpowers is, is the inspirational speech. You know, like like Andrew, I know Andrew's mm-hmm. saying I know you haven't seen Jumanji yet, but Andrew, have you seen the new Jumanji? The 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 first remake yeah. with the oh, rock? Yeah. yeah. You know how one of his superpowers is the smolder? Mm-hmm. That's like Chris like Captain America's superpower is also speech writing. I mean, like in Cap Two, he says this speech to get the agents of Shield all pumped up, and then even Anthony Mackie walks up and goes, Did you just did you write that down or did you just make that up off the top of your head? And then like yeah. even <laughs> in Endgame he says all those things, and then a rocket looks up and goes, "Man, he's really good." And that man's like, "I know, right?" So um, <laughs> they put that in the compound V. <laughs> I don't think Sean's seen the seen the show. Oh, oh, you should watch the boys, Sean. Yeah, Sean. Oh, the boys. Okay, yeah. I was. Yeah. I thought is that what the serum is called that they, they inject yeah. into him? Yeah, but. Yeah. Okay. The, the super soldier cocktail. Super oh, soldier okay. Cocktail. Well, I'm I'm still on Umbrella Academy, so. Okay. I'm on episode I think six or something. Okay. Uh, Season one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like just episode six. Yeah. Uh, this was uh, this made me chuckle. Thank you. Didn't we fire him twice? I like that. Didn't we fire him twice? Just can't. Like, could you imagine, like, you get fired from a job, and then you just show back up, and then you do you do something to piss them off, they fire you again, and then you just keep coming back? <laughs> you know, like, like, it's funny as a line, but it makes you think either, like, look, this is it's HR for the Israeli government, like, just pissed off? Like, okay, is he fired or not? Because he keeps showing up to work, and he's, he's punching his time clock, so are we paying him or not? Anyway. These are the dumb things I think about. Uh, I keep forgetting the name of the movie. What's the name of the movie, Sam? Red Sea Diving Resort. Oh, oh, thanks, Chris. Appreciate yeah. that. I couldn't, couldn't it's remember. painted on the front of the building, Sean. I just, yeah. I can't. Honestly, I forgot the name of this movie three times. Like when, like last week, I always send you guys the text. Hey, guys, don't forget this is the movie we're doing. I, I had to look it up twice because this movie just <laughs> it's, it's kind of forgettable, and I feel bad that it is, but. Well, I think the title fits the movie. <laughs> yeah. In, in a way. Yeah. yeah. Kind of know. fades into the background. Yeah. It's like I've seen tons of uh, TV shows on uh, uh, the History Channel about this historical event or that historical event, and I can't recall a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, I mean, that's just, yeah. Uh, that, uh, yeah that, that happens. Um, this made me laugh. Just, um, just, it's just four seconds of a noise. (laughs) 
just love the idea that they didn't have a photocopier, so they decided to make the noise of a photocopier. I just that made me laugh, uh, and obviously it made her laugh. Um, here we go. Here is uh, the brochure. The only way to spread the tan, even. That's the stupidest thing I ever heard. What's going on here? Well, your brochure mentioned the daily relaxing Tai Chi class, Irving. Liam is doing laundry because he lost a bet. Angela went shopping after giving a massage to a hairy Nazi. Now I am giving a diving tour. It starts in exactly 12 minutes, as per your f***ing brochure. Get to join? Yeah, and it was at that line where I went, oh, right, they're Germans. That's why they're pissed. <laughs> it, it, it literally took me to that line. I mean, that was probably eight minutes of movie time later before it, it kind of hit me. It's like, oh, right, Nazis. I got it. Okay. Um, so this is, uh, this is really interesting, Sam, that I actually have audio uh, from the days when I was pledging under you. Oh, Really? Okay. Yeah, it's very strange, and so it's not high pitched screaming, is it? Well, it's 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 after that. So basically, oh, okay. it's it's after whatever has happened, and it's very weird. But this this is what happened. We did this to each other. What do you mean? We don't get along. Yeah. So. <laughs> yep. That's about right. Yeah. Uh, here's another. Uh, I captured. Like I capped. I captured this one because this is just another. Uh, it's just another Captain America speech. Um, so here you go. Wait, 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 wait! I don't know what this person's going to tell you. They may tell you to throw me out of the building, maybe out of the country. But I promise you, what you do right now will be your legacy. When you look back on this moment. It will either fill you with great pride or great shame. There you go. He loves his, uh, he loves his stuff. Loves his speeches. Yeah. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Yes, I am. A uh, person who I've forgotten your name. Chris Evans and uh, Michelle Huisman, Michael Huisman, were born 1981, the same year that this movie takes place. Yes. Wow. This is the kind of trivia you're going to get. Mm -hmm. Netflix trivia. Yeah. I love it. The scene with the naked scuba diver. I didn't know there was a naked scuba diver, but did you guys He's see one? Coming out of the, the, the chamber. Remember, he said, you, give, give me a hug, uh, but you better need to put some clothes on or something like that. Uh, no, I don't. You don't remember <laughs> I that. I don't remember it. But. But naked, yeah. You didn't, you didn't catch that clip? I no. But anyway, so the scene with the <laughs> naked scuba diver is likely a reference to the custom of being naked when completing your hundredth dive. Scuba Steve. So, Scuba Steve. Uh, so Sam, I really hope that you are with Chad and Megan when they do their hundredth. No, 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 thank you. <laughs> that will be a a dive. I will not participate. The I captured this off of Wikipedia. Okay, because this was a movie where I kind of wanted to do a little bit more research on my own, and I did a little bit more research to kind of see. Because, you know, sometimes in the movie we'll have, you know, the things, that, you know, the statement of what happened. I kind of wanted to see if those were accurate, and 
this is what the director said. Uh, this is a statement that director said. I thought it was pretty interesting. Quote, I hope that the audience will think about, I'm sorry, what I hope the audience will think about when they see the film is that there are about 65 million, refu- 65 million refugees in the world today, said Rath in a statement. We seem to be closing the doors in their faces, and many of them are losing their lives on their way to a better future. Compassion would be the biggest thing that I hope people will take away. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that this is needed, especially right now in the world. And I, I, I agree. I hope that compassion is something that is taken away from it. Uh, because I think that there are a lot of people, and I'll I'll say it, there's a lot of people in our area and in our country that they're completely opposed to welcoming anybody mm-hmm. that's different than us into a country where we were built upon immigrants, we were built upon people fleeing their native lands to find freedom against, you know, from persecution and other things. And I hope that people do watch this and get that message. But that's just me. Do you think, do you think that I'll say this, I had an easier time with the idea that they're sneaking in hundreds of refugees, thousands of refugees because Israel is based on a religion, the country is based on a religion, and these people shared their religion. Is that is that an easier sell? Because I mean, just let's just be honest. In two thousand and twenty, ignoring COVID, in two thousand nineteen, if five thousand Ethiopian Christian refugees called us up and said, "We want you to come get us. We're being killed by our leaders," would we? I don't know the answer to that. I don't I would hope we would, but I doubt it. Yeah, like who knows? I don't know the answer to that. But but the fact that they were Jewish and the Jewish the, the Israeli government felt strong enough to risk men, money, and personnel to get them out of there because they were Jewish. So there is I don't know, there's there's something to be said about that. Um you know, that compassion on a on a on a humanitarian level as well as on a religious level. I thought it was pretty interesting. So, with that heavy um, idea, let's do something dumb like this. Wait, what's supposed to happen? Not that, this. Excuse me while I whip this out. Yeah, how's that for a transition? We're going to do top three Chris Evans movies. (laughs) Um, I don't know about you guys, but I actively did not put any of the MCU movies in my top three. On purpose. I tried not to. Yeah. No. I stayed away. I just did I'm just gonna put all of his movies are great in the MCU. Even Captain America One, which is not great, but he's still pretty good in it. But the rest of the time he's on camera, he's he's the best. Uh Andrew. Okay. Um I had a movie that for some reason a lot of people don't like, but I kinda did. Uh number three called Push, which is I think a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it, you should you should go watch it. Yes, um, totally agree. Uh, yeah, number two, um, I did put in uh, Civil War. Sure, I did put in a, an MCU film, uh, and then number one, I have Knives Out. 
All right. Not because of him necessarily, but it's a great film. Just the movie itself. It is a great film. Yeah, yeah. and he is good in it. I mean, he he does. Yeah, he is. Yeah, but it's it's that's a movie that's the movie is bigger than the actor. That, yeah. yeah, that movie definitely is. Um, the sum is greater than the parts. Like all the parts are really good, but the whole is better. Yes, you know. Um, Agree. Yeah, but it's. I mean, again, we 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 go back and listen to that episode. We loved it, and go watch that movie. It's on Amazon because it's great. Yeah, Sam. All right, I've got my number three as uh, Scott Pilgrim. Okay, the world. Yeah. Uh, my number two is actually Knives Out. And my number one is an unforgettable Snowpiercer. Nice. Okay. So we're all kind of in the same vein where uh, basically we're all kind of, I'm just going to reshuffle your order, Sam. Snowpiercer is number three. Knives Out is my number two. And then I'm stealing Andrews and doing number one as as Push. As Push. Yeah. You know, I still don't know if I've seen Push. It's you never it's never streaming. If it streams, yeah. I'll, we'll do it for the podcast. It's it's okay. worth That's watching. Why I've never seen it. Okay. Yeah, it's worth watching. It's a kind of a weird indie film with a bunch of actors you've seen, and mm-hmm. it's really good and weird and low budget and just this kind of almost Umbrella Academy meets X Men kind of a yeah. vibe. It's it's weird and violent and great. Um, and yeah. so. And it involves a lot of pushing. There's a lot of pushing. It's pushing. Okay. Which is funny because the main character of the movie doesn't push. The the, the main sidekick doesn't push. And you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. The the main girl, the 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 love interest and the point of the movie, right? She's the um what's it called, Sam? It's the thing that drives the story. It's, it's the ring oh. from Lord of the Rings. It's the <coughs> bless you. Oh crap! <laughs> I tried to mute. Um, the MacGuffin. A MacGuffin. She's like a a human MacGuffin in the movie because she's yeah. the reason why everything happens. She's the one that does the push. So yeah. I know you don't know what those mean, Sam, and you're not supposed to know. Yeah. But um, like drug dealers or something. A lot of times it is the the woman that does the pushing. They're stronger. Uh, we just have to be there to support and hold their hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, because uh, we couldn't do it, and I don't have a vagina. Yeah, that's the that's the main reason that's, why. That's the there main is, reason. I mean, there is that. Yes, there is that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> could you imagine? I mean, in a world, it's just so funny to think about. Like, in a world where if men had to bear children, like. Could you imagine the windsock that would be hanging in between your legs instead of what's there if you did have to birth it out your urethra? And and just the other idea is like, <laughs> like, like I guess it'd be paternity leave would be a year and a half, you know, federally federally mandated. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's, anyway, it's just dumb things I think about. Uh, now I play the clip I played. Wait, what's supposed to happen? We're going to score this a 10 out of 10. IMDb gives it a 6.6. We'll see kind of where we rank there. Andrew? Yeah, I don't know that I'm quite 6.6. I think I'm probably more, let's say 5.6. Okay. I'm dropping a whole point. Just, yeah, yeah, because of Chris Evans. And again, not it's nothing personal against him. I just I don't think he was right for the film. Okay. 
yes, I'm I'm kind of right along the lines of Andrew. I think I'd, I might have liked it a little bit less at a 5.2, uh, just kind of eh, out of 10. It's just there. It's serviceable. It's a Saturday Saturday afternoon feature. So, yep. Yeah, it's Saturday night afternoon feature that I'm skipping to go watch um, Syracuse versus UConn basketball. You know, like I don't, I don't care. Something, and I don't, yeah. And I don't yeah. care about either one of those teams, which is the point of my joke is that I, uh, I would rather watch teams that I don't care about than watch this movie again. Um, yeah. It's, it's kind of unforgettable. Uh, un, I mean, unrememberable is the word I meant to say. Uh, I couldn't even remember the name of the movie for the show that we were doing when typing up my, my, uh, my file for recording, I had to look back at my notes to see what movie I was going to pull clips for. <laughs> uh, so, oh, dear. Anyway, it's dumb. Uh, I, I st- what, what movie did we do? I uh... Red Sea Diving Resort. Oh, thanks, Chris. Okay, sorry. I had to do the joke again. I'm just going to give it a five. It's just a five. It's just a movie. Mm-hmm. It's a jam. Just a movie. Yep. I'm, it's very rare that I'm the highest one. Am I? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, unless it's uh, a weird DC movie that you're oddly uh, familiar or uh, feel strongly about. You're you're not wrong. Yeah, Justice League is great. Oh, it's not. Um, <laughs> of course, it's funny. Sex I'm looking. Will save us. Uh, I'm looking back at the note or my the score here, Andrew. The last time you were the highest uh, was Gun to Kimbo. Well. That was I, mean, I think we were all high on that one, though, weren't <laughs> we? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Andrew was an 8, and then you were a 7.62, and I was a 7.8. Yeah. So, so. I mean, it's not like... Um, that though, one deserved an 8. Andrew liked his some Prince that of Thieves. Deserved. Andrew went 8.2 on Prince of Thieves. Well, that was nostalgia. Yeah. All um, right, so what are we doing next week? Next week is a very special episode. Next week, we are doing Sucker Punch which I've never seen, speaking of Zack Snyder. Um, but we are going to be joined by... Um, a special guest? A special guest. Her name, she goes by The Lady Juan. Um, I don't know. Her real name is Katie. I don't know if she wants me to, to say which one, so I'm going to say well, both. It's kind of late now. It's a little late now. Way to go but, there. You but, have to bleep that out or something. Well, I guess I'll get permission later. Uh, the Lady Juan, uh, she is the co-host of the Screen Fix podcast. She'll be joining us next week. Looking very... I think that every time you say her name, you should just bleep it out. Yeah. <laughs> just for fun. Yeah, there you go. Just to, just to mess with her a little bit. That would be fun. Just make sure that we know that it's Lady Juan. Yeah, and it's Screen Fix podcast. Yeah, yeah, but uh, call her call her by her real name the whole time, and just every time you do it, just bleep it out. <laughs> uh, I love this idea. I, I'm gonna Don't have to. T- I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell her about this. Um, so that's next week. One other thing I'm gonna say before we do the kind of the outro um, is that I have been working on another project. And that project is pretty close to launching. I have recorded two episodes with Sam. And uh, we'll be recording some other episodes with Andrew and, you know, Corny and some other people that we know uh, from this show and maybe people that you don't know from this show. So, but it's a new show. I'm looking forward to officially telling you what it is once it's been posted um, still working on the logo, getting some little things like that. It should be a lot of fun. Um, won't be nearly as 
uh, long as these episodes. But uh, you should really call Ben Affleck up and, and have him on the show. You know what? That would be great. I would love for Ben yeah. to come on, and or we, maybe Matt Damon. Uh, Matt Damon. Yeah, I think I think I think uh, Ben Affleck and the Angry Scotsman should both be on an episode, <laughs> and oh they God. can discuss which accent is better. Yeah, exactly. Ben's natural Australian accent or the Scotsman's <laughs> half drunken Gaelic accent. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Wow, perfect. <laughs> Could be interesting. That's an episode that just writes itself. I don't need to do anything. Yeah. I'm just gonna hit record and just see what happens. So Let speaking of writing itself, yeah, I, I'm gonna put this out there because. I don't have the time, talent, or the ability to do it. So I'm hoping that somebody listening to this will take this idea. And I'm just asking for like 1%. That's all I'm asking for. But I had this idea for a a, a sitcom or a show, maybe just a, a, maybe it's a musical. I don't know. Very odd couple-esque, but calling it Republicrat. And it's about a uh, young man who goes to college who finds himself uh, a Democrat who finds himself in a room with his first roommate who happens to be a Republican (laughs) and uh, they have to live together for a whole year and they end up becoming the best of friends, but at the same time hating each other very much. And so that's my idea. So somebody listening, please take it, run with it. It's all yours. I give it to you freely, but, uh, if it becomes a hit, I, I do want a portion of the profit, and if I could be on an episode, that'd be cool. I'll just be an extra. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Republicrat. I, I like it. On NBC. Coming coming soon to Hulu. Peacock. Peacock. Yeah. That yeah. sounds right. Yeah. Oh, my it's gosh. It's been done before. I was just... Yeah, I get these ideas when I'm half asleep and half awake at 2 a.m., you know. No, not I, that that has anything to do with anything. I just wanted to. I just want to share it. No, that's cool. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. No, great. That's that's great. Uh, thank you guys so I much for like, listening. I feel like you just took my art project and put it on the refrigerator. Thanks, thanks, Sean. What? No, I mean that's a really good idea. I think it's great. Honestly, I was a little scared you were gonna you were gonna steal the thunder from my neck my project. I was like, yeah. oh. oh no 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 no. But I. <laughs> That looks really great, Andrew. We're going to put it right here on the fridge. We're proud of you, buddy. Yeah. No, we are going to put it on the fridge. We're going to put a nice big magnet from the time that we all went to Carowinds together. It's great. Um, but while you're staring at Andrew's art project, go to our website, cheapseatreviews.libsyn.com, where you can find all of our old episodes. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cheapseatreviews, at cheapseatcast is Twitter, and cheapseatreviews at gmail.com is our email address. Uh, we are now on every platform you can think of to find a podcast. iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, Amazon Music Now. Amazon has a podcasting thing. We're on that now. Uh, iHeartRadio. Basically, we're not on Spotify. That's about it. Otherwise, there's no excuse. Or, or in Turkey. Yeah. Well, one episode got banned in Turkey. You're right. <laughs> yeah. So they don't like us in Turkey. They don't like us in Turkey, which is fine. Uh, so anyway, on behalf <laughs> of Andrew and Sam, this is Sean saying thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week for Sucker Punch.
What did we ever do to Turkey? I, I, I don't know, but our video what got banned. Was, do you, what, what episode was it again? Do you remember? I don't. I'll tell you in a second. Okay.